0: Hello, hello, hello and welcome to More Than Money, a show that explores the psychology, emotions and math of money so you can make better, smarter choices regardless of where you are on the income and wealth spectrums. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmins. So let me ask you, how good are you at saying no? Better still, How good are you at saying no without the need for explaining it? For me, this is a life skill, especially the explanation part, that has been under construction for some time. But I am so much better at it today than I was even five years ago. And I have my idea as to why. But the reason I'm asking you this question of how good you are at saying no is because if yes tends to fall more easily from your lips I bet this time of year is a huge trigger more than likely the holiday season is when all your boundaries especially your financial boundaries get tested be it boundaries that you have created to protect yourself from your own temptations or those that you have created to manage the requests and expectations of others And what I find so curious is that if we look at boundaries as they are, right, they are about self-agency and self-empowerment, and they are designed to establish some limits. And so if they are about limits established by the words that we use, yes or no, what is it about the word no that makes it harder to say than yes, Now, look, I realize (laughs) that saying no is not a challenge for everyone, but it is for many. So do you say yes to that invitation for fear of missing out? Do you add that extra project, whether it's at home or at work, because you don't want to appear as if you are not a team player or you're not being supportive, even though you already have a more than full plate? Or do you say yes, and you can say yes to fill in the blank because it is what is expected of you by way of social and familial conditioning. Talking about boundaries and more specifically financial boundaries is the focus for today's episode as we continue this series about the holidays and money. But first, a sidebar, and it's an invitation for us to work together. Financial boundaries, they are a key component of your financial wellness and helping clients create them, communicate them, and create a system for sticking to them is one of the things that I do in my work with my coaching clients. Financial boundaries are in part how I help my clients turn their financial dreams into concrete, measurable goals. So if after listening to today's episode, you realize that you actually need to tweak or maybe even create new financial boundaries so that you can more easily meet your goals, then let's explore if working together is a fit. From my perspective, financial boundaries illuminate how you relate to money and how you relate to yourself and others in the context of money. Because all of these elements, they impact your financial success and they influence how prepared you are for not only the year to come, but for the years to come after that. And as you may know, when I work with clients, we go beyond the numbers. We work and we look at your emotions, values, your personal strengths, and even your personality to make sure that we are creating a tailored financial game plan. As you may also know, I think that it is short-sighted to start get, getting ready for the new year at the top of the new year, especially when you're really exhausted after the holidays. And you know what? Perhaps this stems from my experience of owning a business because when you own a business, you learn that it is important to start planning for the year to come months in advance. So in my case, I started you know, my planning process for 2020 uh, in October of this year. So I'm not giving lip service to the idea of planning a few months before you actually need to do it. So I truly believe that now is the perfect time to make room for what it is that you want in the future, even in the midst of all of the frenzy of year-end and holiday activities. So if you too see the value of getting a head start, I'd love to help you turn your financial dreams into concrete, measurable goals for the new year before the new year. And once we're clear on what you want and why you want it, we'll work together to design a strategy that makes, or that I should say that takes into account your unique personality, style, and values. None of this one size fits all financial advice. Instead, you'll have a personalized system that you can actually follow. And to boot, one that reflects your boundaries, boundaries that aren't too rigid or too loose, yet will be the constraints that are designed to set you up for even greater financial success. So if you're ready to focus on your financial boundaries and go beyond the numbers, I'd love for us to chat. And you can go to jaquettetimmonscom forward slash beyond jaquettetimmonscom forward slash beyond to schedule a free discovery call. Now, let's turn our attention to the focus of today's episode, boundaries. You already know the value of having healthy boundaries. And I define that as they're not too rigid and they're not too loose, as I've already mentioned in my introduction there. But you already know the value of having boundaries in your life. You know it based on how it felt when you've honored those boundaries, and you also know it by how you felt in those instances when those boundaries have been breached. But here's the thing. It's not just about the importance of what you say yes or no to. It's what that yes or no to kind of indicates, right? So those boundaries, they reflect your strengths, as well as they provide an, you know, some insight into what areas might need some improvement. They can tend to amplify your values and really indicate what is important to you. And they can highlight your true capacity, be it your physical capacity, your social capacity, your emotional capacity, and what we're going to focus on, your financial capacity. The holiday season brings all of this into sharper focus, which interestingly enough, if you allow it to, it is what you can then utilize to help you prepare for the year ahead, particularly on the money front. Because consider this, and I mentioned this already, financial boundaries illuminate how you relate to money and how you relate to yourself and others in the context of money. And let me give you three very specific examples. Boundaries help you to reconnect with your vision and your intention. In order for you to set a meaningful boundary, it helps to first give some thought to your vision, intention, and goals. So, if and when your financial boundary gets tested, that's really an opportunity for you to take a step back and to assess the status of your your vision, your intention, and your goals. Are they clear? Have they changed? And if they get tested, what can you learn from the test that you can then apply to how you move forward? So that's the first thing. If your boundary gets tested, it's an invitation to reevaluate and assess your vision, your, ba- your intention, and your goals. Another thing when it gets tested is it's an invitation to evaluate your system. Now, you may not think you have a system because you haven't documented your system for how you approach money, but just because it's not documented doesn't mean you don't have one because you most certainly do. How do I know this? Because it shows up in your style. It shows up in how you manage your day-to-day choices, how you plan for the future and manage bigger long-term decisions, how you respond to unexpected surprises and challenges. So if I were, you know, a little angels sitting atop your shoulder and following you throughout the day. I could actually help you document what your system is by simply observing what you do and you don't do. So if and when your financial boundary gets tested, it's really an invitation not only to just reconnect with your vision, your intention, and your goals, but also to evaluate your system. Or if you're not aware of it, to spend the time investigating it and then also invest the time to document it. The third thing when your boundaries get tested is it's a great opportunity to then ask the question, what is this you know, revealing to me in terms of what are my knowledge gaps or what might be the support gaps that I need to close? And let's go back in time for a bit and talk about the aftermath of 2008. After the Great Recession, it became a requirement that some banks perform what we call stress tests. And these tests, they are intended to reveal how well a bank is prepared for an economic downturn. It helps to determine how big of a hit their financial health will take in the midst of a crisis. And doing these uh, stress tests before an event actually happens is what helps them to prepare for them in the event of. And so in a way, when your boundary gets crossed, it actually reveals your area of vulnerability or perhaps plural, your areas of vulnerability. In a way, it's a stress test, albeit after the fact. But what it can do is to help you identify what type of help you may need to be better prepared in the future. And so what does that look like? Does it mean that you need more information? Does it mean that you need more insight? Does it mean that you need more support in in a variety of ways? Hopefully, as you've been listening, you've been thinking of your very own specific financial boundaries, what they are, the extent to which you honor them, the extent to which perhaps you don't. (laughs) And if not, then, and, and look at this then as an invitation to actually take some time to think about your financial boundaries, what can, what they can be and what might you want them to be and to write them down. You know, if you've listened long enough, I am a huge fan of pen and paper, Write it down, make it plain, and when you do that, you can see it much more clearly and you can close the gap much more easily between where you are and where you wanna be. As you reflect on your boundaries, I would love for you to consider, have any of them been breached thus far this year by yourself or by others? And or can you see a breach on the horizon as we move further into the holiday season. And if that's the case, then what can you do right now to either preempt that or minimize its negative impact? Boundaries play an important role in your life. They are what lead to healthy relationships with yourself, with others, and most importantly, with money. But let's get real here. Setting them is probably the easier part of the process. Communicating them, especially when it impacts other people, and sticking to them, whether that's with yourself or with others, that's the hard part. And that is especially hard at this time of year when we've got the trifecta going on, the trifecta of rounding out the year, preparing for the holidays, and planning for the new year when all of that converges. Because when that converges, it puts pressure on your finances, on your time, and on your emotions. And all of this can bring a host of matters into sharper focus about your boundaries or lack thereof. Like whether you have identified your physical, social, emotional, or financial limits. I have learned that when I get to this time of the year... I am really, really discerning about what I say yes to from a social standpoint, because otherwise I will end up and I will be completely exhausted by the end of the year, and then I'll be exhausted going into the new year. So I'm really discerning about that now. But what else will you, um, you know, notice? You'll notice whether or not you are aware of the warning signs that a boundary has been breached or is on the verge of being so. You'll notice when it's easier to be direct and when it isn't, and how your comfort with being direct or not shifts depending upon the other person or the persons involved in that boundary dance that you're doing. You will notice whether or not you give yourself permission to let having the boundaries that you have be what they are, not only without explanation, but with out feeling self-conscious about having them. So again, going back to you give yourself permission. You notice when a boundary needs to change because maybe perhaps your circumstances have changed. I mean, everything is really context and circumstance driven. And so sometimes the boundary that you may have had a year ago may not be relevant today because circumstances and the context have changed. Um, and then lastly, you will notice whether or not you need to um, well, not whether or not, you will see that having boundaries is also a critical component of self-care. And yes, you may be saying no to a temptation of your own or to the requests or expectations of others, but that no is an offset to what it is that you're saying yes to. And here's an important thing for those of you where the holiday season triggers depression, especially, you know, they say that this time of the year with the time clock change, and they call it SAD, and I forget what it actually stands for, so forgive me for that, but there's something around this time of year that's not just about the holidays, but, you know, with the lower, uh, lower number of hours in, in the day in terms of sunshine, that, that has an impact on people. If that is your reality, that makes it even more important for you to be firm in setting your boundaries and following them and communicating them as uncomfortable as it may be. At the end of the day, what we all need to be reminded of is that boundaries are about standing up for yourself. And while that is not always easy to do, it is absolutely necessary. And during this time of year, you may have to do a lot of standing up for yourself. But isn't that what self-agency and self-powerment are all about? So it's my hope that bringing to your attention the importance of boundaries, financial or otherwise, will help you to do so unabashedly and with great confidence. Well, that is it for today's episode and I thank you so much for tuning in and listening all the way until the end and if you don't want to wait until the new year to start working on your financial plan especially if you do decide that you need to reset some of your financial boundaries well then let's talk As I've shared, I work with clients to help them identify what's going on beyond the numbers. We look at the emotions, values, personal strengths, and even your personality to create a completely personalized approach so you can finally reach your goals. If this is something you want, I'd love to help you turn your financial dreams into concrete, measurable goals for the new year before the new year. And once we're clear on what you want and why you want it, we'll work together to design a strategy that takes your unique personality, style, and values into account. Again, if this sounds good, I'd love for us to chat. Go to jacquettemins.com forward slash beyond jacquettetimmons.com forward slash beyond to schedule your free discovery call. Again, thank you so much for listening. I know you have so many options when it comes to podcasts, and I appreciate you including this as one of them. And if you aren't already a subscriber, you can do so on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And while you are there, please leave a rating and a review. And if we're not connected already on social media, let's rectify that. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram and just put my name in the search bar and my respective handles will pop up. And until next time, remember, it is about more than money.